welcome back to the Pursuit of Property podcast. We have Aaron Cletus Shelton with us today, EVC Homes. How are you guys doing? Great. Outstanding. Perfect. Dream, right? There you go. Well, you guys are the first married couple to come on. We've known you for a couple years now. We met you through the meetup. We see you online. You guys are very active in the Fresno area. Can you guys introduce yourselves a little bit and what you do in the Fresno area? Go ahead, I'll let you go first. Um, my name is Erin Shelton. Um, we renovate houses, primarily in the Tower District area. Um, that's our focus, but we go all over Fresno. Yeah, I'm Cletus Shelton. Um, 50-50% uh, owner of EVC Homes with Aaron. Um, you know, we, uh, like Aaron said, our, our primary target's been Tower and Fresno High area, but we will flip anywhere as far as, as long as our contractor will go there. So mm -hmm. we have flipped as far as, I think, Tulare to the to the south and um, to the no, north. No, Visalia. Well, well Tulare's, yeah, Visalia, and then as far as like Madeira, I think, area as far as uh, north. Very cool. But, you know, as far as, as long as the contractor will go there, we'll flip there. Gotcha. So. How long have you guys been flipping? We started, we actually started in 2013, but we really started investing in January of 2014. Yeah, we, um, in fact, EBC Homes came a, a live viable company January 25th of 2014, so. Nice. That's awesome that you remember the exact date. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's awesome. So tell us a little bit about your guys' backstory, your story, and how you guys even got started into flipping flipping homes. Because that's not something, I mean, one day just wake up and, oh, I'm going to go start flipping homes. <laughs> so tell us a little bit about that. So I've always been interested in design. I wanted to be an interior designer. Um, went to, started off my education at City College, and we had a guest speaker in one of my interior design classes, and she totally turned me off of it. I was like, I don't even want to do this anymore. I know, right? <laughs> what happened? She said that she gets sued all the time, and I'm like, what? I don't want to get sued, and dealing with clients, she goes, they're awful. I don't know, she must have been having a bad day, <laughs> but she totally turned me off of it, so I said, oh, nope, don't want to do that anymore. So, fast forward, uh, 2013, my dad got really sick. He signed his house over to me, and I inherited it. He was in the process of renovating. He renovated a little bit at a time. So we finished it up, did new windows, put carpet where it needed carpet, new paint. And I mean, most of the rooms were painted, but we had to paint some other rooms and painted the exterior because it was like awful yellow, like baby poop diarrhea <laughs> yellow. <laughs> oh no. So we, we started, you know, we, we finished it and we looked back and we're like, wow, you know what that was so fun we need to do this full time uh-huh so about a week later i heard a uh advertisement on the radio for fortune builders uh-huh so it was a two-hour um free class so i was like let's go, let's go do it and he's like no 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 i'm like dude we're gonna do this we don't you want to learn how to do it you know right so he's like, no, and then we heard it again. I go, look, there it is again, call the number, call the number. So he secured us our spots. So we went to the two hour thing that led into a three day event, mm -hmm. which led into, you had to apply. Even if you had all the money in the world, they wouldn't let you in unless you had the five um, criteria, like their core values. Gotcha. Be respectful, honest, um, educate, okay. inspire, lead. So gotcha. you had to apply for the job, 
basically yeah. apply for your spot to, to be in their education program. So we applied and most interviews were taking like 10, 15 minutes. Ours took like 30, 45 minutes. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah, it, he just laid out our story like here it is. This is where we what we are and where we come from. So yeah. they liked that and they enrolled us right on the spot. So, Very cool. Yeah, so at that time when we, um, Aaron's talking mm -hmm. about us, you know, getting into fortune builders and the educational program, you know, we had a side conversation was we were both currently in our bachelor's. We just completed one year of our bachelor's. Um, we were both working for a nonprofit, um, you know, nonprofits are lean and mean. It was more about the service we were doing on a daily basis. Yeah. Yeah. You know, a nonprofit for when you look at it long term, the retirement and stuff is it's not it's not paid. what were you doing um, well we I still work in the nonprofit world but um, at the time I was managing a residential program men's residential program a very large one and, and mm -hmm. I was working in homeless services um, housing the homeless here in Fresno oh so, very nice yeah so um, but we had a side conversation about you know how Aaron got me hooked and and, and, and bought in was she goes look we're going to we're spending forty thousand each on a bachelor's. We're going to be eighty thousand dollars in debt. We have an educational opportunity to, to start a business and be able to, to secure a long term investment. You know, to be able to have a better retirement. And that's when it clicked to me. It's like okay, so we stopped our bachelor's mm -hmm. and we decided to join Fortune Builders. So we wrote the check uh -huh. to them. And at that time, in that moment, Rye Guy, which was Ryan Burke, uh -huh. was our facilitator. He says, you gotta burn the boats, you gotta have skin in the game, and you can't look back. And when Aaron wrote that check, I'm gonna tell you right now, son, we burned the boats and we weren't looking back and failure wasn't an option. Yeah, right. It, was, it wasn't a small check. And from where we come from, it was all the money. I didn't even yeah. know how to write that big of a check. <laughs> no, seriously. You know what I mean? Yeah, really. Oh my gosh. Yeah, no, I mean, how we come that... from homelessness. So just so you understand really? where we come from. In, in 2006, we were homeless. In 2007, mm -hmm. I got out of federal institution coming straight to a residential program, and Aaron picked me up in prison. We were homeless. Aaron lived with their dad, but I had no home. And how we were you... homeless prior to that. How did you go from that position even to the spot where you could write that check? Where is that? In 2013, Aaron's dad passed away, and he left her, her the house, and he left her uh, a, a very small amount of retirement money and 401k, which ended up being like 60 grand or something total. Mm -hmm. um, but what we did was we paid off student loans and bought into fortune builders. Wow! So we we, we went all in. Yeah. And, and you know, I I my background is from where I come from. Um, I've always been a hustler, I've always been a grinder, but I always hustle and grind to the wrong way. And really? I, you know, I caught a federal case behind my hustle and mm -hmm. you know, I did my time and I got out and um, you know, unfortunately I was able to recover and you know, go down the right path and, and, and then start applying that hustle and that grind yeah. to, to a legal, legit, right, the right way, the right way, you know, and opened the whole world for us to have a life that, you know, I never even imagined. You know, mm -hmm. when you're homeless and you look at somebody owning a home, that's them other people. I don't even know who that is yet because I've never experienced that in life. Right. You know, just having a place to lay my head was like really cool. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you know, for we lived six years in an apartment. You know, trying to rebuild our credit and stuff so we could buy our first home in 2013. Wow. Jeez. But anyways, to to I just wanted to give you that back piece to understand. You know. 
the bottom and then when yeah. we wrote the check and we went all in yeah and we were committed together we both knew failure wasn't an option and we were going to do whatever it took to be successful and no matter how long it took we weren't going to quit wow quitting is the key right as long as we have breath in our our lungs and we wake up every day and we don't quit everything's a learning opportunity even if it's a a hard one that hits you right right we learn from it and we don't quit wow. we didn't do one single deal that first year but really? what we did what we did do is go to meetups we went and networked we met with you know uh hard money lenders we met with agents we you know we did a lot everything of they tell you to do classic That's yeah it. yeah Every weekend we were going and driving neighborhoods, driving for dollars. We were hanging up bandit signs. We were, I mean, everything. <laughs> Looking at 12, 13 properties in one day. Doing ghetto analyzers on them. Yeah. 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 You know, yeah. Burning through pencils. You know, and, yeah. and then just learning how to estimate repairs and how to, you know, get, we had an agent who was working with us time uh -huh. and submitting the offers and just working through the steps and the processes and just repeating it to work. Eventually, we didn't need the repair estimator. You yeah. know, we yeah. could look at it, you know, and know the size square footage, what it was yeah. going to be. And start well, once, yeah, once we got hooked into a contractor on our first couple deals, you know, we finally learned his numbers, and we knew what, you know, what what the finishes were going to be and everything. Yeah. So um, it was, you know, it's like, that book, we don't need that book. <laughs> we're just going to walk it and look right. and, and kind of come up with an estimate in our head. Because as you guys know, you got to be quick. Yeah, yeah. actually, very quick. Yeah, especially today's. You gotta make a decision <laughs> to, or a deal to be gone in, in a couple minutes. Yeah. yeah, you know, so you gotta, you know, but you don't know that in the beginning, so you gotta yeah. work yourself to get to know the neighborhoods, the zip codes, the comps, Absolutely. you know, all that. So and even the sub neighborhoods yeah. and, oh, and yeah. how this even and down to a street in our district as well. Fresno is a pocket city, so yeah. uh -huh. <laughs> you, it could be this part of the street is a good pocket and this part of the street is not a good pocket. Absolutely. So, you know, you got to get to know all those things. And just like, you know, Michael Zuber preaches about getting to know your your areas where you're mm -hmm. going to invest and, and mm -hmm. become a master of those areas. 100%. Right. So after a year of doing those things, how did it feel to get that first deal? We actually, yeah, we actually <laughs> got a deal um, in that first year but we didn't close it because it was a probate and we locked it up for a certain price. He went to court because it was, you know, uh -huh. you had to go to court and the judge ruled that that price was too low. Are you uh, able to pay 110? Because it was like 95. Right. Are you able to pay 110? He goes, whoa, no, I'm not prepared. And they go, anybody else in the courtroom? Somebody and somebody said, yep, somebody I got a cashier's check right here. And being uneducated and first time in that situation, yeah. I didn't have an opportunity because, you know, I'm like, I don't know if I can go up 15 grand. I, I didn't, what I didn't understand is I had it under contract. How's this judge going to change that contract just right. by him having a conversation? Yeah. But, you know, I walked out of there humble. Yeah. <laughs> I learned. Yeah. But just yeah. like you said, it was a, it was a hard to swallow learning lesson, but yeah, a learning you know, lesson nonetheless. We learned, you know, and it, ever in that situation again, and the results are going to be different, correct? Most yeah, importantly, we didn't give up. We kept right. on going. Yeah. So it, it seems like that's a mindset for you guys. I mean, that's part of why I wanted you in today is because you guys have exhibited that mindset flawlessly um, and consistently over the years that I've known you. Um, when you first jumped in, 
Were you both 100% in? I mean, there was not one person pulling the other or something like that? No, I, Aaron I pulled, pulled me. <laughs> like I said, it, it, well, you, I it sounds like you bit when you wrote that check. When she wrote the check, that's when I was all in. But I was very reserved. But then she, when she put it into the educational piece, and we were going to be 80 grand in debt, and we got an opportunity to do something, uh-huh. and I seen how much this meant to her. Yeah. Uh-huh. But... I also knew how hard her father worked all of his life for 42 years for me and Ed's to give a little bit of money he gave her, and we weren't going to lose it. Yeah. No matter what. Yeah. You know, he was the most selfless man to be able to give, you know, he would not spend a penny on himself or do anything mm-hmm. elaborate because he wanted to give, you know, and I wow. didn't be here to see her flourish from it. So, yeah. you know, um, that's that, you know, when people talk about their why. Her father is our why for both of us. Really? Oh yeah, period, bottom line. And failure wasn't an option, you know, for us. No matter how long or whatever it took, we would quit and we would keep going, bottom line, right? That's yes. awesome. So what were your guys's, you know, missing out on that first probate deal within the first year, but then getting your first one after about a year or so, what were your guys's goals after completing that first flip? To get ten more, <laughs> you know, after you go through, yeah, you know, you go through. I think the first year we wanted, or the first active year that I mean, we were flipping. I think our goal was five. That was a huge goal. Yeah, yeah. A huge goal. But yeah, I was joking about ten. But you know, everybody gets into this business, and I want to everybody that's out there that is uh, thinking about or is going to, you know, get into this business. Uh huh. They think that if they ain't doing a deal, they're not in business, and that's not the right mindset. Um, because if I was to have that mindset throughout that first year, we would have never be sitting here today after yeah. doing 45, 46 flips in the last six years. Um, we would have never made it. Right. So understanding as long as you're getting up every day and you're putting in the work that needs to to take another step forward in your business and you know um, never quitting, you are in business. Mm-hmm. You know, and yeah. business starts with the mindset. Because um, absolutely, too many people buy in and think it's going to be a quick come up scheme and not want to put in the work but they're willing to drop the money and then six months later because of the mindset and where they're at Mm -hmm. they vanish off the face of earth you know we've seen it we we do two bus loads a year for fortune builders of new groups of investors that invest in that fortune builders for the Fresno area Mm -hmm. and we take them out to properties and you know kind of coach them and mentor them with a facilitator from fortune builders it's ironic to see how many people just disappear you know what I mean yeah I mean I've seen it even in the short time I've been in the business right so if you don't mind me asking like how did that what were you doing in that first year to keep your mindset straight? I know I went through and I shared this, you know, with other people is that my first year I had a big up and a huge down and I rode low for a while. And to me, what ended up getting me through it was both support from my team, support from a lot of the people around me. And then I made other steps outside of my business to make it happen. What did you guys do? Well, go ahead. We just educated, um, watched a lot of, webinars, videos, read, um, ran properties, went out and networked, um, going to meetups, you know, just, you get energized when you get in a room full of people with the same mindset and the same goal. It's just, it's, it helps keep you motivated and going. And we also went and looked at other people's flips. We'd go to open oh, yeah. houses, 
introduce ourselves to you know agents that were doing open houses and showings, give our business card, told them who we are, new investors, you know, if you get any pocket deals, all, you know, all that good stuff. Yeah. Deal. But mm-hmm. you know, all over town, we would just drive and you know whatever. If someone says there was a meetup, we were there. We were probably the first ones there and the last ones to leave. If someone says they were having you know going to go do this but and it had real estate involved, we were there. Mm-hmm. You know, um, seven days a week. And, wow. You know, we're still that way. Period. And you were full time still working with the nonprofit as well, right? So it was on top of the yeah, time. Yeah, as soon as we got off work, you know, we'd be wow. straight to meetups, whatever. Is and then our weekends were fully dedicated um, to the business. You know, we we flunked recess. <laughs> no, we hustle and grind. Yeah. If we get a text at nine o'clock at night and yeah. we go look at run a comp or go look at a house, we're gone. We'll be there with you know our. Reality. Oh, yeah. we, we've actually done that too. And oh my gosh, there were Squatter. some squatters in there. Oh, and I said, there's somebody in this house. And he's like, no, no, no. no. Like, there was somebody in the house. And they were <laughs> hiding in a closet that was getting ready to open. I was like, oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Yeah. What? So what happened? I said, get the hell out of here. We <laughs> ended up going out and we ended up walking through it. You know, yeah. Oh, so you, you just kept doing business as you oh, do. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> We acted like the house was ours, right? Right. Yeah. And he was in the wrong place. Yeah. So yeah. even though it wasn't our house, but we still did civil duty and knew it You was were helping the investor you're buying from. Yeah. yeah, the person that had it. So I mean, if I would hope that if I had somebody go one of our properties that was listed or on the market or, or was out there for exposure and they knew that there somebody was there and was supposed to do, they would do the right thing, right? Right. So it's kinda yeah. you get you get what you give. So Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So in your guys' business, you guys are obviously a team. What are each of your responsibilities or what do each of you like to do in order to support your guys' business? Well, just so you understand something, our roles have changed numerous times over the course of the, uh, our span of six and a half, almost seven years in business, mm-hmm. depending on situations. Um, Aaron has done basically every function of the business as well as I have today, you know, as far as the paperwork, the back end. Yeah. Um, working with contractors and uh, quality assurance, you know, doing checkups on the progress of work and make sure things. Um, she, you know, and one thing that Aaron is 100% responsible for and it's never changed from day one is the design aspect. <laughs> so uh-huh. anything from the, the layout to the tile, the paint, the house colors, all that stuff, Aaron, that's her role, that's not mine. Yeah. He, he's getting good at it. Too. <laughs> pretty soon I, I could retire and he can do it. He does some pretty good input, you know, every once in a while. He's the design assistant. He does a good job. I'm like, yeah, that's Joanna and this is Chip. And you know, Chip is a design assistant. And every once in a while he comes up with a bright idea. Yeah. That's me. Yeah. Right. Well, awesome. Well, kind of building off of that, too, how is it working? with your spouse? Because I know we've had people reach out to us and say, hey, you know, um, I, I want to get into this business. I, I want to get my significant other on board. Uh, you know, we haven't seen you guys have a couple on the podcast yet. So I know a lot of people are really interested to hear how you guys kind of function and any challenges you guys face and, you know, how you guys may be even stronger together too. Well, first of all, you have to like the other person. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I, well, I've, I've been out of work for a year now. I've been working for our company for an entire year. Um, full time, yeah. full time thinking about going back to work. Cause it's like, 
when I when I left my my previous job, we had eight flips going, and two of them were massive. It was the storefront one, uh -huh. and then that, yeah, and then the one on Santa Ana, which that was a massive beast in itself. So I mean, the stress level was super high. Stress level at work was super high. I was like, okay, I I, I give up. I gotta give away one of them because yeah. I can't I can't do both. Mm -hmm. So with those going. I was able to manage, but now it's like, okay, I am bored. I need to work. Um, but when I was working, we both worked for the same company. He hit our offices were right down the hall from each other. And then we do real estate full time with yeah. each other. So, I mean, we were together like 24 seven. So that's why I say you have to really like the other person in order to make it work. But just also know your roles too, you know. Um, he is really great at managing people and, you know, coordinating, you know, a bunch of, you know, all the subs and everything that needs to happen and at what specific time it needs to happen. He, that's, that's his niche. Yeah, I um, had a unique opportunity with Blue Haven uh, Pools here in Fresno um, back in 2000. I think it was two, three, and four. Um, no, 2003, four, and five. I worked for Blue Haven and I was their scheduler. I basically ran the whole pool company. And we'd have, mm -hmm. I'd have 60 different pools in different phases of construction across our area, which could be anywhere from Bakersfield to Chowchilla. Um, and I communicated and dealt with not only the homeowner and letting them know what what was the next phase, what was happening next, but I scheduled and dealt with every subcontractor of every phase of those constructions and inspectors and city, you know, inspectors right. and stuff. So I, I, I learned there that I had a very unique task to be able to, because the crazier things get and, and as long as I can structure it. And once I walked through it, like when, when the owner of Blue Haven hired me straight out of prison, he asked me if I knew anything about pools. I said, no, I grew up swimming in canals, but you showed me once. It looks pretty simple. There's only like six phases to this process. Uh -huh. And if I know who your subs are, I mean, it's not like that difficult, right? Right, yeah. right. For me, it's not. I mean, just, you know, give me an opportunity. And he goes, you know what? I like you, I'm gonna hire you. So he hired me. And uh, the very first day of work, he gave me, a, at the end of the day, he gave me a $3 an hour raise. And then within two months, he gave, put me on a $1,000 a week salary. I went from $9 to $12 after the first day. And then to a thousand dollars salary mm -hmm. with twenty five dollar bonuses because he's seen within two months that uh -huh. my ability to be able to manage the processes and, and I was able to double and triple their um, pools being able to get started and finished in a very quick manner because I've managed each piece mm -hmm. well and structured it set up the board and yeah I'm like I was on the phone all the time communicating but um, it's just I developed that skill so for me for construction and these rehabs and stuff and phases. You know, once I have our, we have our team, we have, you know, piece, people for different pieces, it's easy to manage. You know, I text. Yeah. I can shoot a text and have somebody right there, and you know, so we have all the right people in the right places, so. Yeah, he was on the phone so much, they told him, okay, this was way back before unlimited, you know, plans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you know, you got charged by the minute, yeah. and his phone bill was, outrageous outrageous yeah and they're like you have to use the desk phone he's like look i can't operate like that i have to walk and talk yeah. that's how i get things done yeah 
I'm the same way. <laughs> Very cool. You know, um, at the end of the day, a wise man told me in Aaron one time, if you're ever driving down the road and you see a turtle on a fence post, just know that that turtle didn't get there alone, right? Because if you drive down and really see a turtle on that fence post, you wonder how he got there, right? Yeah. <laughs> Somebody helped him get there, right? Yeah. And he didn't climb up yeah. that post himself. But we didn't get here alone. And as you guys have probably learned already in your journey, and uh -huh. other people will learn it, it's all about the people in this business. Yeah. Even though the houses and properties is the product, but it's this whole business and this whole whole world of real estate investing, it's all about people. Um, we've uh, been blessed throughout our journey and still continue to be blessed with great people and you know that support us and help us, as well as you know we support and help them. Um, and uh, so. You know, that's the whole piece that, you know, we wouldn't be nothing if it wasn't for the people that we're surrounded by that are willing to, you know, like when I talk about texting or, you know, people that can help us back into deals, you know, and meet the numbers and do whatever we got to do to make, you know, make win-wins for the mm -hmm. contractors and, um, you know, other people that are involved. So as a team approach, <clears throat> we've been able to be very successful that way. You know, because some sometimes it's just keeping cash flow and properties moving, right? Right. Um, but it's all about the people at the end of the day, buyers, sellers, um, helping them, helping them out of situations mm -hmm. that you know they don't know how to deal with it, and um, helping you know the people that are on your team as well. Well, it's funny that you say that too. Sorry, you guys. Well, if you treat people right, they're gonna they're gonna do right by you. That's perfect. Because what I was about to say is that it's funny you say that because the very next question I was going to ask was about why you guys do your flips to such high quality you go above and beyond and making it a very not only beautiful product but you, you check quality control over and over you stage the home you market it right you do everything to the nines why is that because from day one we committed because we remember we spent the first year looking at everybody's flips yeah. back then it was osborne was the big flipper right yeah and gold leaf they were the big flippers right right they were doing them they were doing cookie cutter flips with the two-tone paints mm -hmm. and stuff. And we said that from the beginning, there was a few things that we weren't gonna be tore from. And one was we weren't gonna be cookie cutter. Every one of our properties was gonna be unique and different and our quality before quantity. And we weren't gonna cut a corner. If we couldn't do the property right, we weren't gonna do, we the, weren't deal. Gonna do the deal. We remember what it was like buying our very first home in 2013 and how excited we were. And that's really our target is first time home buyers. Yeah. And we want them to not have to worry about an HVAC unit in a year or six months. You right. know? We don't want them to have to worry about a roof leaking when it starts to rain. We want them to have peace of mind going into this home that they just purchased, spent all their money on they have no money for blinds. We don't do blinds because mm -hmm. that's just a personal preference, you know. Whoever <laughs> right. whoever moves in there, that's that's their own right. thing. Right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, they you know they spend all their money. We don't want them to have to worry about things that come up, you know, that break or. And and then you just train your team to be able to produce on that level because mm -hmm. they learn to know you know even we've been through several contractors and we work with several different contractors that we did on the qual you know how many projects we've got going um you know maritza and her family are our primary contractor um, mm -hmm. but if it was too much for them to handle we have other sources but at the end of the day anybody we utilize 
they know our our expectation, our finished product, and they know that we stand behind us. Uh, you know, BBC Homes, we have agents and people that are asking when's our next project going to be done because they want to first crack at it. You know, what right. I mean? it's unique, it's different, it's clean, mm -hmm. it's you know, there's fresh. And also, you know, we don't want problems. I don't want to worry about yeah. getting sued down the road <laughs> behind a faulty electrical job or something. You know, everybody we deal with is stands behind their work. They they got license and you know, right. And that's why you, it's a the relationship is an important piece to building. Get the 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 cost down, right? So you you know, by the more right. jobs you give and and the more things you do, you be able to be able to get things cheaper, you know, mm -hmm. materials and yeah. labor and stuff. So, but you don't ever cut the corner of trying to you know be shoddy. Yeah, you know, cause that's just not who we are. We want to lay our head down at night in peace, knowing that we put a best product we could on the market within that budget amount, or we wouldn't do it from the beginning. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. Well, Cletus, this question is kind of tailored to you because uh, it feels like every morning I, I'm logging on to Facebook and I see uh, a Let's Roll post from you on Facebook tagging uh, obviously your wife and some of your team uh, with some kind of motivational or inspirational quote. Um, what's your, can you elaborate a little bit on that? Like why that's important to you and why you're pushing that out there for everybody? Yeah, it's important to me because it helps me. Um, motivate and drive me, you know, by pushing out positive messages. I always want to start the day off being very grateful, <clears throat> humbled and appreciative. You know, <clears throat> where I shared, you know, I've come from some very rough spots and um, today to be where I'm at, I'm extremely just blessed beyond imagine. You know, you go from being homeless to, you know, having nine rentals and, and right. home and it's unbelievable. So it's, you know, and I started practicing, you know, the power of positive thinking and pushing positivity, you know, years ago, and, and it's just important, became a part of my everyday makeup is, first, I'm grateful, I praise God, you know, I have a relationship with God, I pray every night and every morning, I, I don't have to be at church to do that, but that's my relationship, and I'm very religious about it, and then I'm also very religious about, you know, I text Aaron every morning, after I leave the house, before I get to work, a positive, let's roll, right and fine. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of today's focus is, you know, maybe positivity, happiness, and peace, or it might be empathy, helpful, and connection, whatever, you know, we have a focus. Mm. Um, to me, it just helps, it's my daily foundation of pushing that out, you know. Um, and I know a lot of people, um, I get a lot of people that chime back, you know, I need that. I get a lot of people that message me on the side, hey, thank uh -huh. you for that today, because that resonates to home, you know. Um, and the messages that I, I usually send out usually pertain to, you know, where I know somebody's at or something and I just know it's a good time because what's mm -hmm. going on in the world or what's happening, you know? Yeah, there's definitely thought behind it. Absolutely. Kate and I have joked about it in the past because we're like, man, one of the most consistent people on positive thinking has been you. Right. And it's one of those things where we take it for granted, but like even that little piece, you might not have thought of us, but it still affected us. and. It's just, it's impressive the number of people you've affected yeah. and you're very consistent on it. We were curious on why. It's funny because the residential program that he works with, he actually sheltered in place with them for 25 days wow. and working like 16, 18 hours, you know, yeah. getting woken up in the middle of the night. So problem comes, you know, arises. And my mom actually, she called me and she said, is, is Cletus okay? And I said, yeah, why? 
she goes, well, because he hasn't posted anything positive, I just want to know, is he okay? And I was like, well, you better start posting it. People are noticing. People yeah. started lying on it. Yeah. From July to August for 25 days, I sheltered in place at one of our very large residential programs here in Fresno to, mm -hmm. due to COVID um, to help get control of the situation. You know, it was very humbling. Same program that I uh, was a client in back in 2007 when I came out of prison. Did a 90-day episode uh, there, so you know I've been with Westcare um, 11 years. Started off as you know in, as a client, left, and then decided I was going to go to college and get my degree in drug and alcohol counseling and get certified by the state. Um, in 2009, I went to go do my internship and then was offered an AmeriCorps grant. Um, in the so I took that advantage of the opportunity. It was one year of direct service with less than minimum wage pay. Mm -hmm. but it was an opportunity to, it was basically to me like a very low paying internship, right? Uh -huh. So I needed 2,000 hours to be able to go set for the test anyway. So um, long story short, at the end of that day, uh, that year, that they, they gave me a, offered me a job as a counselor tech, which was the very lowest position you could get. And then I just promoted up from there from 2009. And, you know, today I'm the deputy administrator overseeing, you know, a couple hundred staff and about five wow. programs across California. So. Isn't it crazy that the success goes with both sides of life? I mean, your your flipping business is clearly taking off. Did I see you just got three properties yeah. this month? Yeah. Well, we got more than that. We got. Did I see three three properties under contract in three months? That's what it was. It was like one each month. Is what I thought I had read. Well, right now, what do we have? We have we have one under construction. We have one that's getting ready to close escrow. We got two. We just put into escrow. We nice. we bought. Wow. We bought one and we've already put it in escrow, so but we gotta do some yeah. work on yeah. it. Yeah. 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 yeah this we, is crazy. We put one of our rentals up for sale. Uh -huh. Um we had a long term renter in there and they wrote a very nice letter. I mean it was very formal, like uh -huh. we're giving our thirty days notice, we bought a house, and I was like, Oh my gosh. Mm -hmm. And they left the place like in really good shape. So it goes back to take care of people and they'll take care of you. So yeah. the same day we got the keys our agent had another agent in his office show it to his clients and like they want to write it they've over. been trying these poor people have been trying for 90 days to get a house um their, their problem was is that you know the market is very competitive and you know they're fha and they um need concessions uh-huh so nobody, and they're out of town too. and they're out of town they're trying to move to fresno and they've been beaten down and beaten out you know for the last three months and the, the guy in the office is, you know, he's tried to bring us, you know, bring us deals and stuff. So, I mean, it was an opportunity to help somebody else and make it a win-win and, you know, get it done without even having to you know, put it on the market. Yeah, so, absolutely. You know, it's, it, again, it's about the relationships and yeah. win-win situations, right? Um, the house that she's talking about, that rental is actually um, it's unique because we bought it in 2014 and that's where we met our first contractor. Wow. It's his very first flip. And no, I went there for the home inspection and he was there, you know, ready to do anything that needed to come up and we exchanged numbers and he told me he flipped it and I showed her and, you know, seen his quality work. So he ended up being our contractor on our first flip and for like two, two or three years. years. Yeah. Wow. Then he got to where he was doing new builds and his timelines right. got longer, his budget, you know, his cost got higher for mm -hmm. us. So, you know, that's when we uh, met up with uh, Maritza and then yeah. been with Maritza in a couple of years now. Nice. 
So what are your goals now? What are you guys working towards right now? So our goals this year, January before COVID, was to have seven rentals, buy seven rentals, and flip 30 homes. I think, um, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think we're going to hit like 16 flips. Yeah, I, I just updated our Dropbox and so far completed, it's been 11. And then the and ones we, in the work. And then we have a few in the works. So and you still got a few months. Yeah. You got a whole quarter left. Yeah, yeah, so I mean, I think we're going to hit like 17 out of 30, which... That's um, not bad. And this is the craziest market any of us have been in. Yeah. Right? Yeah, you know, we've, you know, not everything's been perfect. We've, you know, we, we took a hard hit, and I, I'm not going to share with what properties, but we took a couple of hits um, just a few months ago due to, you know, COVID and stuff. But mm -hmm. on the backside of that and all the other areas, we catapulted um, with coming up because it seemed like um, from March, April, May, and June, the market was, everybody was scared. Yeah, absolutely. Everybody was like holding. Yeah. And then, July, <laughs> August, it's just boom. Everybody's like over yep. this, we're buying, <laughs> and the market's on fire, right? Yep. Um, so we took some hits in, the, in those four months, you know, mm -hmm. off of two deals, um, which is okay. Um, we learned. Like said, we we learned. grow. It hurt. Yep. It, it's not pretty mm -hmm. and it's ugly, but you know, and it was our first real hits. Mm -hmm. um, but you know, what do you do? You get Here you are. Hit, exactly. Keep going, right? Yeah. You tried it, and you know um, there was some ARV issues. There was some you know over rehab um, numbers, and and then with COVID, and it just compounded. Yeah, and it was you know, but we survived it, and we're coming out the other side, and we learned, and you know we've already done four more since then, and you know there you go. So yeah, so it's yeah. you know it's just a learning experience, but you know you could get hurt. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, do you guys have any last minute advice or thoughts that you guys would like to share about anything, about your journey, um, that your story, anything you guys would like to mention? No, I think that, you know, we live from the mentality of, you know, you can't keep it unless you give it away. So we're very um, willing to help anybody, anytime, at no cost. Um, like I reminded you guys, you know, me and Aaron didn't get here alone. Um, and mm -hmm. we're not going to get where we want to be in life alone. Yeah. Um, it's, it's, you know, people, you know, lending us opportunities for, you know, support or, um, you know, whatever it is, but people have helped us get here. And, you know, every day, um, it doesn't matter. Someone called us at 9 o'clock at night and they needed something. We would drop whatever we're doing and go mm -hmm. do it. A lot of times we spend weekends taking, pe you know, new people around and showing them, teaching them. Behind the scenes, we do a lot of, you know, service to absolutely um, people. And, you know, that's truly, at the end of the day, a big blessing to us. Um, because, you know, it was other people that did that for us, too. You know, like I said, in that first year, we used to go to people's flips. And they would took the time to show us what they were doing and why they did it. And, you know, it brought some realization to it. But we also learned with what they were doing is what we didn't want to do. So we were like shaping our mindset and you know, our, when we get that first flip, we're going to do this and this and then, you know, and after that first flip and then we're doing this and this, you know, it's like, but that, I think that, uh, you know, you can't keep it until, unless you give it away is our, our foundation of, yeah. you know, of our mindset of yeah. how we practice daily. This is how green we were on that first flip. I just want to add this, that we, walked in we're like oh wow the kitchen's not that bad 
the bathroom. That's not that bad. I mean, it wasn't my child choice, uh-huh. but it wasn't that bad. So we were just like, okay, we're just gonna paint, carpet in the bedrooms, laminate in the in the living areas, and then we even kept the same color of the house exterior. It was cute. It it looked okay. Mm-hmm. We cleaned up the yard, and he walked in there one day, and he's like, oh my gosh. You know, with everything else going new and, you know, new paint and everything, it made the the tile look not so great. It's dingy. Everything looks old now. And he goes, hey, would you be opposed if we rip out the kitchen, like change the countertop? I'm like, do it, do it, do it now. <laughs> and he goes, how about, how about the back? Yep, do that too. I am all for that. And he goes, okay, so our budget almost doubled because we had like maybe $12,000 that we were gonna, you know, I know way back in the day. Mm-hmm. I mean, That's six, back when you were buying houses for, you know, 80. 80. Right. For 170. Right. Yeah. 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 It's crazy. It was crazy. Look at the numbers back then and look at the numbers now. It's just insane. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, I mean, our I think our final rehab budget was 28,000. Wow. Oh, or twice as much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we've done a couple flips where our rehab's been over a hundred. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's, uh, we bought, Santa, yeah. I almost shared with you Santa Ana, which was, I don't know if you know where that is. I know exactly what it was. Yeah. It's a 3,000 square foot house, concrete house. It was all concrete. Mm-hmm. All concrete. We bought that off of <laughs> Gone Costa. Uh-huh. And it was a whole, it was a pocket bill that he had locked up with another agent. And we bought it for 365. We ended up putting like one fifteen in it. Mm-hmm. Wow! We sold it for six thirty one. There's our ARV going in, and this was five days before Christmas. We sold it last year. Five days. We put it on the market on the twentieth. It was gone the twenty first. Wow! I got, I got chills. <laughs> Six hundred thousand. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's huge. We, we, we were sweating we bullets the whole time. <laughs> yeah, it had a pool. It was big. It was concrete. And, but anyways, at the end of the day, when we bought it and we ran our numbers on the front end, we had an ARV of pushing five eighty five. And when we were able to sell it for six thirty, it was like boom. Yeah. There it is. That's crazy. It just so happened that a couple other properties and sold in the area and it's like sometimes it doesn't have to be hard right Right. it just boosted our our arv and i was like that's great thorn we put 120 in yeah and for people that don't know i mean that was probably one of the most amazing flips i've ever seen yeah from from uh (laughs) the corner store it was a corner store to probably one of the coolest Homes unique homes in Fresno right? I've ever seen it. It was an old um, abandoned and shut down uh, uh, market. Market, and uh, it was even a meat market, and it was grocery store for candy and stuff for the kids for the community. But it sat empty, but it was attached to a small uh, two bedroom one bath house. Huh. So when when we uh, us and our partners at the time bought it, we bought it from the square footage of the house, and this was just all bonus because that was not part of the deal. Because so what we did was, you know, when Aaron went in and walked it and seen it, we decided to turn it into one big old massive house, you know, with a yeah. room all suite. That's so cool. It, it, yeah. And now, now it's an Airbnb. It's like yeah. one of the coolest Airbnbs ever. Right. I went in there probably about a month ago. Yeah. I bought back the lights that we put in 
in the oh the really big, yeah the big room he's like hey do you want these I'm like yes I do I think we bought that one sixty and sold it for three seventy wow yeah, yeah. so for the people that want to get involved with you guys you're creative you do outstanding work and you're more than happy to give back what's the best way for them to reach you probably Facebook um, check out our website my number is on the website what's your website it's www.ebchomesllc.com. Uh -huh. Perfect. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Or our Facebook page, EBC mm -hmm. Homes. My number's on there, too. Perfect. Awesome. Well, we're super grateful that you guys came on. First married couple on the podcast. First time trying out the four people interview. And so uh, we're super, super grateful for you guys to just be in our sphere, be people that we can rely on. And Hopefully the, the people listening today aren't going to be too scared to reach out and they'll get to learn a lot from you guys. You got to close mouth, don't get fed, right? So that's right. There you go. <laughs> you got to want it. Yeah. That's wrong. We've bugged many people in the early stages to uh, get us to tag along or lend a hand or offer mm -hmm. help, you know, and to, to me, it's, it's um, you're not bothering. So, you know, reach out before we can help you in any way, shape or form. We will, no matter. Awesome. So, Thanks so much. Yeah. Thank you guys. Thank you.